Hey, welcome everybody to Millennial Movie Cast, where we will talk all things movies, along with some hot news and the most recent film to hit theaters solely. Now hit the intro. Shut up and sit down. Bam, 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 bam. Thank you, bensound.com, for that lovely intro theme music. Check out www.bensound.com for the best in royalty free. <laughs> the best. Okay, welcome everybody to Millennial Movie Cast, the hot, young, fresh, new podcast where we talk about all things film and good movies for. Millennials, not just millennials, but we are bringing you this show from the perspective of millennials. You're sitting here with myself, Nick Worley. I'm Bryce Keaton. And I'm Will Duncan. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. We're all happy to be here. (laughs) You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Check us out on our website, www.millennialmoviecast.com, where you can check out hot, fresh, Honest movie reviews by our very own Bryce Keaton. And well, you know we're we're all excited to be here. But mm-hmm. on a serious note, um, we just want to thank everybody who listened last week and everybody who's tuning in again this uh, this episode. And anybody who might be new, welcome. Uh, we hope you all enjoy yourselves. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking news. We're going to be talking about Sully and Tom Hanks. And we're also going to be talking about a couple new trailers that we saw. Um, and yeah, we, we hope this episode is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, hey! With that being said, introductions out of the way, let's talk about some news involving Hollywood, the latest in, the latest in celebrity couples, divorces... <laughs> Tabloid yeah, rumors. Oh wait, wait, Nick. Did you say news? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Or did you mean hot news? Welcome to Hot News with Will. We're going to get things started off with a bang. Shailene Woodley not returning to the Divergent <laughs> TV finale of the film franchise. No, I'm just joking. But uh, So really, Shailene Woodley has said that she will not be returning for the Divergent TV finale. As you might recall, there was a disappointing installment of the Divergent series Allegiant, and it seems that Lionsgate is going to wrap up the series on a television with a possible TV movie slash spinoff series. Ansel Elgort, Miles Teller, and Woodley all have said they have no interest in returning. Allegiant, the most recent film that was in movies, made $179 million on a $100 million budget. Pretty big news for the cast not wanting to return to a mediocre franchise. Yeah, that's a bold move, Shailene. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything to comment on this because I saw the first movie and it was terrible. Yeah, you said the last one was disappointing, but <laughs> I think every one of those movies yeah, were a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first one wasn't that great but at least was doable and then i think it just went downhill from there yeah 
for sure. But it, but seriously though, that's definitely a good move on her part. She, Ansel Egbert, and Miles Teller, they all like blew up in the last couple of years. Like they're not going to return mm-hmm. for a TV movie. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> well, so, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how it turns out. I don't know how you can. Those are like the three main characters. So as far as the storytelling, it'll be interesting to see how Lionsgate pulls that off. Moving yeah, on, Tin Buck says that. Oh, I was gonna say, Tin Buck says that movie's what? on Freeform or ABC, the new ABC <laughs> Family. I'll put ten dollars yeah, if they make uh, it. Freeform. I yeah. do not like the sound of Freeform really. But moving on, Warner Bros has made adjustments to Justice League and really the whole DC extended cinematic universe due to the reception of Batman vs Superman. Geoff Johns has been elected as the new chief creative officer and has gone on record as saying how the new Justice League isn't going to be so dark and gritty. He's going to try a different tone with the new universe that is about to be the Justice League, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and try to give a little different tone to just how Batman vs Superman was held as too dark and not really that good of a film. What do y'all think about the DC Extended Universe maybe taking a different route than Zack Snyder? Mm, I'm kind of skeptical because I feel like they tried that already with Suicide Squad, and we all know how that went. So, yeah, but you know me, I'm always skeptical about things. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like they took a lot of their criticism to heart and are going to try to change it because, I mean, they obviously kind of failed it trying to make a Dark Knight sequel. Or by that, I mean trying to make something as dark as the Dark Knight. No pun or whatever intended. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think they are starting to kind of take more notes from Marvel, which they should have been doing since the start, and making it, I mean, I'm sure, like, based off the latest Justice League trailer, there's a lot more comedic moments then we saw a lot. It, more. Yeah, it's like the the trailer <laughs> is full of comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. So I mean, I'm sure. I mean, good for them. I'm sure it'll be more enjoyable than going completely dark because it's a superhero movie. You know, it's so un. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to get in. I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, good move. Will, did you already say that he was cast as Deathstroke? I was just about to say how Joe Manganiello. Ganello? Am I am I butchering that? Is well anyway. Joe Manganiello has been casted as Death. Manganiello. Yes, Manganiello. Ben Affleck is to direct and star in the new Batman solo film, and it has been announced that the new villain is Deathstroke. You might remember Joe from Spider-Man because he was the bully Flash. He was also in True Blood. Uh, Yes, that guy. He was in True Blood, Magic Mike XXL. And was Brad Morris in How I Met Your Mother, if you have any How I Met Your Mother he was Brad? fans out there. Yes, yes, he was Brad. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, he was funny. It's the one that Marshall went on a date with. <laughs> one thing about that, Will, is this actor was in a superhero movie. Can they not get anybody who has not been in a damn superhero movie? Or, you know, maybe, maybe not just that, but somebody that's, you know, actually kind of proven themselves. I mean... I haven't seen anything with him in it other than Spider-Man, and God, he was terrible. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know if it was him or just that movie, but that was Spider-Man. not a good the movie. original Spider-Man. 
Wait, he's he's in the yeah, original. Yeah, like Spider-Man? he's old. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. I'm confused now. He was the bully Flash in the very first. Oh, the bully. Yeah, he he yes, wore like the leather jacket. Um, yeah, had black spiky hair. He was the cool guy. Okay, so that's not even a major role then. No, it's like a smaller role. That's what I was about to say. I was okay. like, in his defense, it's a small kind of fun. I thought. Role. I, sorry, I thought we were talking about uh, Venom for some reason. Oh, uh, Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. No, not that's it's it's Joe. Okay. But anyway, Lexi Alexander is going to direct a Chris Benoit biopic that is going to be titled Crossface. If you're a wrestling fan, you know that Crossface is named after his signature move, the Crippler Crossface. Lexi Alexander's uh, directed Green Street Hooligans, Punisher Warzone, multiple TV shows. Kind of a under the radar director. This movie, I'm a former WWE fan, as you might know, and it actually has the potential to be really serious and, like, a really interesting possible Oscar, if they, like, if Oscar buzz, if they get the right actor to play Chris Benoit. For those of you that don't know, Chris Benoit murdered his wife and son back in 07 and hanged himself afterwards. Uh, They think he's, yes, they think he suffered from brain damage and depression due to concussions, so this is actually could be a really dark and interesting biopic on somebody that there's just so many questions and a really unfortunate end. And it could probably bring some light to concussions and what that has affected on the body. And hopefully Lexi Alexander can do a good job of uh, depicting Crispin Wall and his family. So it's a really serious movie. Yeah, that, that sounds heavy. Tell the truth. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith concussion. Oh, okay. I was gonna make a joke about that. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> That's your African. I was gonna accent. ask if, if Will Smith planned on making an appearance in that yeah. film. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Nick. All right, the weekend box office solely brings in a top five September weekend with over thirty-five million dollars. This is the Tom Hanks-led film. When the Bow Breaks was also at second with fifteen million dollars. And Can't Breathe got dropped to number three with a little over $8 million after having two weekends at number one. So Soli is on top for its first weekend and a top five September box office, which is pretty cool. I think we should also mention that The Bow Breaks has a 0% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it has a 0% score? Yeah. That's the uh, movie wow. with <laughs> Morris Chestnut, the guy from Like Mike, and... It's basically a girl trying to seduce him, right? That's that's that movie. Y'all, I honestly, I not y'all remember seeing that trailer? Well, it's like a, it's like a couple that can't have a baby, and they have somebody try to have it for them. And yeah, it's oh yeah, she, <laughs> it looks really yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, check out millennialmoviecast.com. Bryce has got his review typed up for that. It's it's dropping any, oh, any yeah. minute now. Because you definitely saw that movie, right, Bryce? <laughs> no. <laughs> when the bell breaks. All right, everybody. That's it for Hot News with Will. Take it away, Nick. Ooh, boy. I'm sweating. That was some hot news. <laughs> Good. Oh, Good <laughs> Oh, jeez, Will. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you said Sully broke September box office records, or it's the fifth top five highest grossing September movie of all time? Yeah, no, it's a top five September box office weekend. Oh, so the week the weekend as a whole. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well. Anyway, segue into our main discussion this week. We wanted to talk about a movie solely. We plan on having an around-the-horn type discussion, like we did last episode, if you remember, where we will be giving each other points. Uh, We have three points to give, one point to take away. But yes, we wanted to spend this episode talking about Sully, and I think this should be a good discussion because I left that movie really happy, and I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I think it was great. I'll talk about that in a little bit. And I think the other guys had differing opinions of me. Y'all didn't like it so much. Right. Well, wait, really? I would, well, I would say that if I was going to rank Nick, you liked it the most. I liked it the middle ground, and probably Bryce liked it the least. If I was going to guess, oh, fair enough. Yeah, I did not think it was as good as Nick thought. So take that for how you how you want, just as an overview. Uh, I I I thought it was okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think you were wrong. I think it was the best movie ever made. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go ahead and start us off, since I had the most negative opinion of the movie, as far as we know. Um, I thought it was a decent movie. Uh, I was a little disappointed that I went and spent money on it, but uh, in the end, I guess that's okay, because I, I did want to see this movie, so I did spend money on it, obviously. Uh, anyway, what I have to say is that I think the story was not as gripping as I was hoping it was going to be, um, mainly because I had heard the story before. I knew it was going to happen. And with historical movies like this that that kind of portray these events that happen, it's really hard to make a story super exciting on screen because most, especially with this one that's really recent, most people still have it fresh in their mind. So uh, one thing I'll point out is that the crash sequence, the actual crash sequence or the flight, um, only only lasts for about two hundred seconds in real life, but we see it happen three times in the movie as a flashback. Um, because Clint Eastwood knows that. There's not a whole lot exciting going on in the story, except the crash. So that's why he throws it at you three times from three different perspectives. Um, and I just think it's it, and it's a really really short movie too. So to cram in three crash sequences, yeah, I mean, just kind of shows you how little they actually had to work with on this. Um, I also think the writing was a little iffy. Uh. I don't understand why they had to paint the NTSB. Is that correct? Is that the correct abbreviation? Do y'all remember? Okay. I don't understand why they had to paint the NTSB as these super skeptical oh, oh, okay. I bad think like guys. Inscription um, on the plane, like the plane number. I, <laughs> I was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause you, you know, I'm the movie needed to have an antagonist, sure. Uh, but to, to paint them to be these like 
these super greedy bad guys was a little ridiculous to me because that's um, not their job. I think really the reason they did that is because of another movie that came out a couple years ago called Flight, uh, which I'm not going to go into too much detail about Flight, but I think most people will know just by kind of watching the trailers of these two films and comparing them that they seem to be very similar movies. Uh, and I gotta say that Flight is a far superior movie than this was. I know it's fictional, it's not based on real life, but I just, there was a lot more, there's a lot more intriguing, um, and a lot better, uh, a lot better acting and directing, in my opinion. Okay, yeah, Bryce, we definitely have completely differing, differing opinions. Because I thought the acting, at least Tom Hanks' acting, was really good. Uh, the girl who played his wife, Laura Lenny, I thought her acting was really good. And I thought the directing, specifically the cinematography, which is, I think is completely different than directing, but I thought the look of the movie was also really good. One of the things that I thought while in that movie is that it I felt like it didn't try to over-dramatize the actual events and make the characters to be completely, like, heroic and noble. I thought they tried to make them real-life characters. The lawyers in the movie, yeah, they do They do kind of have to be um, the bad people. They do need to kind of have a villain. But, I mean, they're lawyers, and a lawyer's job is to, like, defend the airline company and to ask the hard questions so in that i uh, see but that's the thing these people are not lawyers they work for the ntsb i think they're investigators they have to investigate investigate what happened and do their job try to find you're right and if they were actually doing their job they wouldn't have a super biased opinion like the movie portrays them as having okay yeah that's okay that's probably correct um this movie was based off the book that Captain Solberger wrote himself. So in that regard, it makes me, I mean, yeah, you can tell while watching it, the characters of those lawyers are a little exaggerated and they're kind of unnecessarily mean and totally against Sully's opinion for the you know first part of the movie, for most of the movie. But the fact mm -hmm. that this is based off source material on the captain himself makes me makes the the movie seem more believable and takes you takes you more in depth to what was going on behind the scenes. It's one of the reasons I really mm -hmm. like this movie is because the movie for the most part, the themes I saw in the movie was the themes I saw and that I really liked in the movie were um Sully was struggling with self doubt, fear, um, whether he made the right choice or not. And I think Clint Eastwood tried to make that more of a universal theme than rather specifically regarding the captain, if that makes sense. It tackled themes of individuals having self-doubt, believing whether their actions are right or wrong. And in that regard, I think Tom Hanks played a conflicted character really well. Someone with post-traumatic stress and uncertainty. Um, I thought 
the relationship between him and his co-captain, played by Harvey Dent, a.k.a. Two-Face. <laughs> Harvey! <laughs> I believe in Harvey Dent. <laughs> Harvey Dent believes in Sully, because he was the total bro, the total sidekick, and... White Knight. The White Knight Literally. in this movie. Sure. He was also a little bit of the comedic relief at the end. Definitely. If you see yeah, it, you'll get was. that, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that part either. Yeah, um, sure you didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought the script didn't try too hard to blow itself up and make it a movie. It was not. It struggled. It instead gave you a short, simplified, this is what happened, this is what people didn't see. Um, the trial, you know, solely questioning himself doubting if his actions were right or wrong and i i i loved mm-hmm. that the movie wasn't didn't blow didn't exaggerate history i felt like down the road this movie is going to be important because it is a good historical piece bryce you said this wasn't that did this didn't happen that long ago but in fact it happened in i think it was 2009 it doesn't feel like yeah, it happened yeah, that's right which that seems like Forever ago. It seems like a year ago. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, that doesn't seem that It seemed like this away, happened like two years away. ago, but in actuality, mm-hmm. it happened seven years ago. That's crazy. And, Nick, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you a point for bringing out, like, the themes of the film and talking about Tom Hanks and Clint Eastwood really focusing on those. But I'm still going to stick to my opinion that Flight is just a superior movie. I think Denzel Washington actually had a better better role than Tom Hanks did for that to work with in the first place. Uh, so that I think he did a better job. I mean, it may be a better and, movie, but is it right to compare the two with Flight well, being a, a drama, complete work of fiction? And, I mean, Sully's it. It's a history piece. It's, it's. I mean, have you seen Flight? I have not, but I have seen okay. Sully. Well, there... I've, they're they're amazingly similar. It's it's almost weird how similar they are, with the exception well, of a few things. It is weird, yeah, that like a plane crash movie is coming out the year after Flight, which is you know a pretty big movie is coming out. But I think it's impo- it's an important story to be told, and I think Clint Eastwood was perfect for it because he didn't make it some two hour long drama, have it down to this one moment. Where, you know, the hero saves the day. Instead, it was, it showed the plane crash three times. It didn't make you, it made you really question if, you know, what Sully did was right or wrong. If, if he would have, other people would have handled it differently. Why he was the perfect guy for the job. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's kind of hard to compare the two, the two movies overall. And Denzel Washington may have been great in this. But I thought Tom Hanks was really good. It was really weird. I don't know if y'all thought this, but seeing him with white hair at the beginning, like, I kind of, I, I laughed. <laughs> I couldn't stop staring at his mustache. Yeah, you're like, what? But then he does such a good job of, like, captivating the audience. He's such a damn good actor that, like, 30 seconds later, I was kind of, like, accepted that he was this person. It didn't really, the hair seemed normal to me after that. Well, I was just thinking back to, like, the young Tom, like, Forrest Gump or Big, even, and I was like, man, he's gotten a lot older <laughs> yeah. than all the great movies he's been in. 
That's true. I guess he, like, they typically, in his movies, he typically still plays middle-aged young guy. This is, the white hair makes him seem really old. Um, it does. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead does. and give myself three points because I really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So is it, is it my turn? It's your turn. Yeah, go ahead, Will. Alright, I think both of you are right and wrong. Here's the thing. Flight came out four years ago. And Shut if up. you're going to compare it to Flight... Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it came out four years ago, 2012. What? I thought it came um, out last year. Oh, no, no it didn't. It's been a while. Okay, wow. So Flight with Denzel Washington is, is a really good movie. To say it's... It is similar to Sully... However, they are very different. One's a dramatic right. thriller, one's a dramatic like biopic. I realize and I realize like there's a lot of themes. The themes are not at all the same in Flight. No, like and you have sort of, Denzel with his alcoholism and right. his, all yeah. these personal his problems. I'm gonna go ahead and his I'm gonna go ahead and take a point off of you, Bryce, for comparing the two movies, and I'm gonna give Will uh, yes. two points for. Thanks, he hasn't even this. gotten into his main point yet. <laughs> I just, Jeez. I'm okay. I'll give him one. Clearing out the differences. There you go. Thanks. Th- thank you, Nick. And I don't even have points yet. Damn it! <laughs> I'm negative thing. one now. <laughs> Here's the thing. Denzel had a lot more to do with that role than Tom Hanks yes. because I just think there's a lot more layers to Denzel's character than there was Sully. That works in his favor as far as that movie goes. It also has different tones, it's in a different place, and it's kind of unrealistic with really what Denzel Washington did in flipping a plane. I do understand the similarity, though, that there was a malfunction. He did something that was considered, how would you say, against the books, or not how the computers would do it, and ended up saving people. That is similar to Sully. Other than that, that's really where the differences, um, I think, draw the line. I liked Sully. I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. To be honest with you, I don't think I'm with Bryce. I wouldn't spend my money to go see what? it. What? Really? Yes. I think it is fine for a red box. It's fine for a Sunday afternoon with your parents or your grandma. It is just kind of that type of movie. It runs an hour and 35 minutes. It's really short. It is short. It is to the point. It gets you into it with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks drives the film. And to be honest, Soli is kind of a... It's kind of back to Denzel being the so many dimensions to him, layers. Sully is, he was very, like, cut and dry. Sure. Wants the people to be safe, by the book, has his, he trusts his own gut more than anything. And I think that kind of portrays in the movie, and that's where I like it, honestly. It's realistic. That movie is super realistic biopic. And I think a lot of other people down the road that do kind of historical outlooks on films should take some notes on Clint Eastwood's kind of, I guess, hint with reality and his dreaming, but just how to do real-life stuff that happened really recent. I think Sully was a good film. I don't think it was great. Pretty much average. And I kind of agree with both of you. Honestly, I'm down. I'm in the middle of the road. It's <laughs> worth seeing. It's worth seeing, though. Huh. Wait. Is it worth seeing or not in theaters? No, it is not worth seeing in theaters, okay. but it is worth seeing. <laughs> I've... Okay. Maybe I just love going to the movie theater and seeing it, but I did not think that at all. I I walked out of there feeling really good, and I enjoyed seeing it on the big screen. I know they filmed a lot of it in IMAX, so the fact that like there wasn't really any super cool like shots. I mean, there was definitely really yeah, beautiful cinematography, but I would not 
spend maybe $14 going to see it in IMAX, even though they, they filmed, yeah, filmed it in IMAX. Most of that movie is spent four feet in front of Sully. Right. Yeah. Two, four well, and two feet. You were very close with Sully the entire there were a lot of, You never get no, away there from were a him. lot of, like, extreme close-ups. There were a lot of... There were. There were a lot of close-ups, mm-hmm. for sure. Which I think, you know, why they do that is because they want you to focus on this guy who's... Sully. Yeah. Well, and that you're kind of in his mind, and he's... It's close up to him to show kind of the denial, the doubt, whatever you want to call it. Um, one thing, one thing I did, I want to say earlier, I forgot was Clint Eastwood's last movie was American Sniper, which was really big. It was also a historical piece. I thought that this was a better movie than that movie. I feel like Clint Eastwood kind of like American Sniper was really long. This movie was really short. I kind of feel like Clint Eastwood, maybe the story, maybe the Sully story is a shorter story, and that's why it's a shorter movie, but I feel like he learned a lot from, you know, doing a history for his last movie and doing another historical mm. drama. I think he improved tremendously. Yeah, I think, I think you know, I gotta take a point away, Nick, because, um, you know, I have I have issues with American Sniper. Fake baby. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I definitely don't think it was worse than Sully, or I don't know. I'd worse paints it in a negative picture. Anyway, yeah, I mean it's not uh, worse. It's just Sully's think, a little bit better. Made. I think American Sniper's for sure better. It was much more interesting. It definitely was more. The story was more gripping. I know there was a lot of cliches. Well, in it's it, it's but... a completely different story. I mean, I know you kind of like guns you're you're into guns and maybe i mean the story of chris kyle is a lot more exciting than the story of exactly. sully but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a better movie maybe it's a more enjoyable movie but as far as quality goes i think this was a better had a better quality it was filmed better um had a better script plain and simple no fake babies so if it's better scripted then but the other one is more enjoyable you would say the better scripted and main movie was better than the enjoyable one well, me personally, I think I may have enjoyed this movie more. Really? Okay. But I, I mean, you sound like I mean, you I get did. that. I mean, yeah, but I yeah, still, I do. still really liked American Sniper. Maybe I mean, obviously, I kind of liked the last movie I saw, and Sully was the last movie I saw. So I think mean, it's more my recent memory that I like it more. But I just, I do think it had a better look, better cinematography, better acting. Um, it was shorter to the point felt less cheesy than American Sniper was. And for that reason, I kind of think the historical aspect yeah, of it okay. made it that is, better made. That is true. It's definitely not there cheesy. Were lo- there were a lot of things in American Sniper that were pretty cheesy. That's a good word. Uh, the la- the one thing I forgot to talk about was uh, I think you briefly mentioned the relationship between Sully and his wife. Yeah. They never see each other. It's always on the phone. Yeah. And I well, hated that so much. Well, um, Did you want to see like a fast forward? Because no, I thought it was I interesting mean, how they weren't together. How they couldn't be together because everything was happening so sure, fast. Sure, that's, that's... I guess it's, it's like in the time frame of the movie. I don't know. It just doesn't seem... A, like a relationship that's strictly on the phone is just really hard to do. And... I just, I didn't care that much when they were on the phone together. I mean, I, yeah, I understand how it's hard. Speaking of phone calls, Turtle from Entourage was in this movie. 
I know. I, he was the like the divers. Yeah, money, yeah. The New York police dove in. You see him like oh, just okay. run to the helicopter, and I was. He is such a good New Yorker. He is. Oh, I love him. <laughs> but that and the fact that um, in Entourage, Bryce, I don't think you've seen it, but basically I have not. half the show is them on the phone with their okay. agent calling them, them calling the manager, <laughs> them calling all these different people, and so I see Turtle, yeah. and then I do agree it was kind of funny that. Him and his wife are only on the phone, and that made me piece the two together. Entourage and this movie are similar. That's interesting. <laughs> Love Entourage. Could not be more different TV show slash movie than Sully, but yeah, no, for, for sure. <laughs> Same actor. Yeah, yeah, Skinny Turtle. Skinny, yeah, Skinny Turtle. Ooh. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and delegate one point to each of you, and then I'll save the one for maybe next time because I agree with both of you but I also kind of disagree with both of you so one to each mm. it's even sure and you know what I'm going to go ahead and take a point off of my well I already gave my negative point so never mind I was going to say I felt yeah, like I felt like I was a little all over the place <laughs> I lost my show notes <laughs> about the themes and stuff okay. but do we have a tie is this really is this a tie no I mean we, we're going to go into Tom we're, we're going to continue the game yeah into we got Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks. Oh and yeah, I think I think we're going into it. I have zero points. Let's do a quick uh, tally. Yeah, Bryce has zero. I have. Bryce has one. I gave him one. I, I yeah, took one away. Gave me negative one. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Bryce has zero. Bryce, you gave me. Did you give me one or two points? You gave me one. I took gave one you away. One, and then okay. I took it away. <laughs> so I have one, oh and Will has one. So Yay. okay, <laughs> cool. Bottom of the sixth. Sports. Okay, well, Points. moving right along here, I think all of us had a point in our arguments about Tom Hanks's acting, and we all know that Tom Hanks is one of the biggest names in acting in the past twenty years or so. Uh, so, we're gonna have a short discussion on Tom Hanks himself. So, to start off the discussion, we're gonna ask what. Was Tom Hanks' best movie or role? Wow. Tom, yeah. Tom Hanks has a lot of good movies. He's definitely kind of universally, like, he's the best actor of all time. <gasps> right? Like, that's, maybe not of all time, but of in the last, like, 20 years, like, he's he's the best actor. It's just, he's so lovable. He's on Mount um, Rushmore. He's in the Mount Rushmore of actors. He should be. Tom Hanks. I don't get that reference. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. Go ahead, Nick. Um, no, uh, Bryce. Why don't Why don't you go ahead? Go ahead first. I'd love to hear some positivity from you uh, this episode. But I hate um, positivity. We know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go ahead and start us off then. What do you think, uh, Tom Hanks is? What do you think? I well, think. What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? What do you think his best is? Uh. Well, my answer to that is a two-in-one, because I think this is his best... It's my favorite movie with him in it, and I also think it's his best role. Uh, Don't say it. Don't say it. it we know. It, you already know what I'm going to say. It's on the notes, so I'm going to say <laughs> it anyway. Uh, Forrest Gump is one of Duh. my one of my favorite movies, um, and one of my favorite movies especially to quote. Uh, but I just think Tom Hanks did such a great job with this film and it's so enjoyable to watch. I can, I can pick up that movie on TV at any point and finish it all the way through. 
Because it's always yeah. on. It's always it, on. It TV. is always on. It is always on. But <laughs> it's Why a, is it always it's on? Because it's movie. so good. True. Um, but I just, I, I just love watching Forrest Gump. It's not my favorite movie of all time. I, I'm not going to go to that length. But uh, it's definitely my favorite Tom Hanks movie to watch. Yeah, awesome. I yeah, that's definitely like, I mean, that's considered to be like Tom Hanks's. I mean, people know him most for that movie. I would say probably it's right? a staple. It's his white bronca for sure. I gotta find yeah. Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, Bryce. Well, yeah. <laughs> I um, think yeah, my favorite film movie. was. Yeah, it is. That's a good movie. I think my favorite film with Tom Hanks was definitely Castaway. If you remember, Aww. it's where he spends the majority of the movie on an island with a ball that he names Wilson. Ring any bells? <laughs> it also stars Helen Hunt, and I really like the director Robert Zemeckis. If that's how you pronounce it, also, he wrote and directed. Also directed Zemeckis. Well, I was about to say he did that, and he wrote and directed Back to the Future, and what we mentioned earlier, Flight. He actually directed that movie as oh, well. That's right. Yeah. And Tom Hanks uh, yeah, just does he's it. He's an incredible filmmaker. Sorry. He's awesome. No, you're good. I think that's Tom Hanks' best acting job. The fact that you are so into what he is doing for so long, and it's just him on this beach, it, and every single moment is entertaining. I mean, he's got Wilson. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. He does have his <laughs> supporting cast member, Wilson. Just looks, the way he looks into whatever, either it's the picture on his little locket or the screen at the end. You just sense such a deep emotion with him, and it's a mix of like sad, hope, and really just kind of grief over what he's been through. I think that is by far my favorite film with Tom Hanks. Not to say, I mean, Forrest Gump's up there as well, but Castaway, that's a movie I can watch over and over again, and I learn something different from it every time I watch it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give you a point, Will. Because I also agree that that's by far Tom Hanks's. I feel like this is best a movie. His... Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Nick. This is payback for me oh. winning the first time. No. <laughs> and also, the point is, is because you mentioned Robert Zemeckis and him and Tom Hanks are gold. I'm looking at his IMDb right. page, and he did Back to the Future, and he wrote that, which that's considered like one of the best screenplays of all time. Mm-hmm. That's that is an incredible movie. Besides the point, he did Forrest Gump. Castaway, Polar Express. Love that movie. Oh gosh, okay. Polar Express. That's a hidden gem. I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but the fact is that it's with Tom Hanks, and it had some pretty interesting like visual effects. So I don't know. They just seem to work well together. Um, Will I, I would give you a point too, but we are talking about Tom Hanks and not Zemeckis. So true. It's true. Um, yeah true so you said castaway i can't really say that but i agree like his acting is great that one speech he gives about the sun the sun will rise that's just yeah that brings a tear to my eye Um, wilson (laughs) wilson i mean yeah i mean he could it's him on an island the whole movie and you don't get bored he just captures captures it so well oh and And he like the self the self dentistry always gets me too. <laughs> oh, that's like that's, the most, hard. Ooh, that's a hard scene. <laughs> Just him talking to Wilson. Those scenes are great, and I think he lost a crap ton of weight for this movie. I'm sure it was very physically demanding. Mm-hmm. So 
point to Tom Hanks. But <laughs> I've seen this movie like twice. I remember at our high school, this was huge with all the girls. Um, Sleepless in Seattle. I was really hesitant <laughs> to see that movie when I saw it. But it was pretty enjoyable. And one of the reasons was Tom Hanks playing the dad character. The single, the widowed dad character who loves his like five-year-old son. He did that incredibly well. And I just, I thought he had a great performance. It's just the dad who was, you know, in pain on the phone talking about about love. He it was a it was a good good role. <laughs> <laughs> you sound giddy. Do you want Tom yeah. Hanks to be your dad? Uh, that or Catch Me If You Can. That's that was a good movie. Carl Hanratty. That's a great movie. I concur. It's an awesome movie. Um. So yeah, but y'all kind of stole y'all stole mine, so I had to I had to wing it. Um, yeah, that's fine. It just means you have to give us your points, and we don't give you sure. Any. Take all my points. I'm very humble. I'm sure y'all both know. So I think I you gave all gladly all lose. your points away already. Anyway, so get out of here. I did. Um, okay. Well, we talked about his best movie. I want to ask you guys what the worst Tom Hanks movie is. I mean, it's kind of rare that he makes bad movies, right? So, so what do y'all think his worst movies are? Uh, okay, I'll start us off. Um, when I saw this question, I went through his IMDb page, and two things came to mind um, as I scrolled through there, and that was The Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. And originally, that's what I was going to say, but it's been so long since I've seen either one of those movies that I really don't have a lot to talk about. So, uh, I decided to go with Cars, um, because that is... Definitely my least favorite Pixar movie. Wait. And he appears Tom Hanks isn't in, in the end credits as Woody. Oh, oh my gosh. He, what? He is in the end credits, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's I in the I guess end that counts. It counts. He's, uh, he's in there no. for a no. split second. <laughs> Did it, it Cars? You didn't like that movie? You thought that was no, a worse I, movie than Angels? Yeah, and I demons? think. Well, I mean, I don't think it's a worse movie than Angels and Demons, but I don't remember Angels and Demons well enough to talk about it. So I'm gonna go okay, with Cars. Sure. Well, um, I consider that a compliment. That's... That Cars is your <laughs> least favorite Tom Hanks movie. I, however, think Cloud Atlas was by far not even. I mean, Tom Hanks, he was in it. Just the weirdest, really, in my opinion, the dumbest movie. That he came out with. It's forever long. It's like got multiple directors. Multiple stories. I didn't understand it for... Really, I still don't understand it. And I think he did okay. But the movie itself was awful, in my opinion. So mm, You speak the true true. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. I'm in Cloud Atlas. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. It's just dumb. Wait, what's Cloud Atlas? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Yeah, didn't like that one. But that's it. I mean, that is it. That is the only one I don't like. I, I agree. I didn't. I didn't see that movie all the way through. I had to turn it off because it was. It's it that was bad. Like, it was. It I don't was know weird. how it did. It's that bad. Yeah. I saw like, I'm like Grant. I saw a good portion of it. I had no idea what was going on. So you can watch a YouTube video. About it. It's basically a bunch of YouTube videos that are really well done <laughs> in succession. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No. Um. No. 
Uh, I'm just thinking that none of us said Saving Private Ryan was his best movie, and I thought he he was he was good in it. Captain Maybe. Miller that was one of his best roles for sure. Yeah, that's like Forrest Gump saving Saving Private Ryan. Like those, that's what you think of when you, when you hear, you know, good old Hanks, comma Tom. <laughs> um, whatever. I just wanted wanted to mention that. Um, what do I think his worst movie is? I think his worst movie <laughs> that I saw was uh, a movie called Clap. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud Atlas was a movie called Larry Crown. It came out in Aww, 2011. It's a fun movie. And it's sad because it was a movie he directed too. Uh, it was like his his directional debut. My grandma really was excited about this movie, wanted to go see it, and we went and saw it together. And my grandma likes movies, and she, I she I agreed with me that it was that bad. Yeah. Speaking, of, really? speaking yeah. of seeing Tom Hanks with your grandma. I went and saw Sully this week, <laughs> and there was only old white couples in the theater. That's why and I said your grandma or parents would like of it. Of course. We, could not, we couldn't get over it. It was hilarious. We were the only people under 50 in that entire theater. That's that's the complete opposite of me. Like I went and saw it with Everett on Thursday night, maybe because it was a later show, but it was, all, it was just like 10, 10 young people. There was like twelve, like <laughs> twenty to thirties. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Mixed mixed races. I don't want to get into the whole race thing on <laughs> you know our movie podcast, Good but call. mixed Good races call. in my <laughs> mixed races in in Waco. <laughs> yeah, cloud. Uh, why do I want to say that? Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Larry Crown. Larry Crown sucks. Oh. I mean, I I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. I it was kind of fun. I'm, I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. I love you. It's very forgettable, and he keeps he keeps trying to say like this one catchphrase he gives his character in this movie, and it just does not work. <laughs> I I forget what it was, but he's like, okay, okay, that's okay, okay. Like it's it's Will. Do you know what I'm talking about? You, yeah, you no, that? I mean I do. It's like he does fine though. I don't know why you're bashing it, but it's okay. <laughs> Get it? It's okay. It's okay. Or no, it's like it's good. It's good. <laughs> that was that movie, right? It's good. It's oh, no, good. That's like that's, that's, li- that's uh, liar, liar. Oh, oh wait. No, that's, that's Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Almighty yeah, right? it's Jim Carrey. Really similar to Tom Hanks. Really similar to Tom Hanks. Well, I think I still have one point to give away, um, and I don't really know who to give it to. So think hard. Think hard about mm. the about who. I'm gonna give it to Will. Watch it. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to think far. Yeah, no, thank I you, Bryce. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so I think that uh, will conclude our discussion on Sully and Tom Hanks. And does anybody have a final tally of the scores? Uh, I'm one with a hundred points. Oh, mm-hmm. really? That seems fair. Yeah. That seems. It seems right. Nine, you got 100 out of the nine possible points. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think Bryce ended up with one. I, think I, I ended, ended up with up two. With I got, yeah, I Bryce ended up with two. Up two. I, I gave him an extra one. Oh, you gave him two points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give him another one. Oh. Wait, so did you give me all three of your points? 
Nope. Two to you, Bryce. One. All to right. Me. Well, congratulations, yeah. boys. You tied again. Yeah, me and Bryce. Wait, me and top. me and Will tied. Yeah, because I think Will has two points. Or I gave Will two. Bryce, you gave him one. I gave him two. All right, Will, you are. Yes. <laughs> thank y'all. Thank y'all. Appreciate yeah. that. Um. Means a lot. Good game, <laughs> Will. Will one. <laughs> Will one. Yeah. Go ahead and tweet us at MLNL cast. <laughs> ML movie cast. M yeah. MLNL movie cast on Twitter. Let us know who you think won. <laughs> All of our listeners, please. I mean, I think I won. I always win. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that ends that discussion. Let's throw it away. Let's leave it in the books. Solely is it came it it's gone and it conquered. It didn't. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Um, so what else? Nothing else that big came out this weekend. Um, there's something Bryce I think wanted to talk about. Let's go ahead and talk about recently released trailers and upcoming movies. Yeah, okay. So recently released trailers. Uh, I don't know if you two saw this. But when I went with a friend of mine to see Sully, one of the trailers that opened was Collateral Beauty. That's weird, because I went to go see Sully, and I saw that trailer also in front of it. (laughs) Oh, cool. Uh, So this is a movie... I saw it. In front of Sully? Smith. Yeah. No. Whoa! (laughs) Sorry. I swear. I swear it did. Anyway, this is a movie starring Will Smith, Edward Norton, uh... I'm gonna to have to look at the IMDb page again because there's a lot. Kiera Knightley, here. Kate Winslet, yeah, Helen um, Mirren, Michael Pena, and at the end of the trailer, me and my friend just kind of looked at each other, and I could tell we were both thinking the same thing, and that was that that was one of the dumbest movie trailers I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know about you, if you guys got that feeling from this, but it just looks like one of the most pretentious and hallmarky trailers that I've ever seen before. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It felt like one of those Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve movies right. where they just throw a jumble of actors and that's what it felt like to me. So, yeah, it I just... agree. I agree, Bryce. Anyway, I, I encourage our listeners to go and watch the trailer for themselves. Um, maybe I'm being way too hard on it or something, but it just, it really caught my attention and I, I couldn't get it out of my head until <laughs> Sully actually started. I don't even remember what other trailers there were, but, um, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. It definitely, I do think most of our viewers have already seen it because I, I think it like popped up on social media, some app on the iPhone, like on two different apps, I saw this trailer. Like, not by choice, but kind of by force. It, like, was at the hmm. top of, like, Snapchat feed or something and Twitter feed. I don't know. Top Twitter feed. Anyways. Um, yeah, I agree. It definitely looks very stereotypical, and I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to acknowledge acknowledge <laughs> it, but it's just one of those, you know. It doesn't Will, exist. Will Smith. Will Smith. Feel what good was that? Movies. What about Will Smith? Oh, okay. There you go. No, nothing about Will Smith. He's a, he's a good actor. Said so bad about Will Smith. He's no, I mean, I, I like him, but it was just one of those, like, Will Smith narrated the trailer. It was very, like, Hitch-esque. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. And, uh, 
Another trailer that was in front of Sully, and I don't know why I didn't talk about this in our first episode where we talked about movie trailers, is Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Y'all saw that one, right? I didn't see it before Sully, yeah, I did not see that in front of Sully. I've seen it. I've seen the trailer, I could have sworn it was in front of Sully. Anyways, yeah, it's going to be... It's the new Angley movie. Angley, of course, did Life of Pi, Brokeback Mountain, both good movies. It, it has some hot award buzz. People said hot! that there's some like crazy directing, like this one crazy scene. And I think if you see the trailer, I think it's a scene like at the football stadium where he gets recognized. That apparently like mm-hmm. it does some incredible camera work and some incredible directing. And people were like, "How the heck did that happen? Like, how did it's he pull that crazy. off?" Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, Tiny Rick. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, that is a beautiful movie trailer, and I like forget what we talked about in previous episodes. Forget the account and forget anything else. I cannot wait for this movie. I'm so excited to see this movie. Just go check out that trailer. I put it up on our website on our trailer page, where we like to put okay. our favorite cool. movie trailers. And what do y'all what do y'all think about this? Did y'all see this? Y'all saw this, right? I did. It looks interesting. That's all Is I can really say about it. It looks alright. I don't remember it very well. It's, if I'm being honest. it's a war movie. It starts out, it's like, it. the trailer has the song Heroes by David Bowie, but it's like the social network where it's that Scala Brother cover, which is, you know, pretty um, emotional. And it's got Kristen Stewart. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel as, the, like, as a war guy. Um, yeah, mm. I think that'll be good. But yeah, I think it's about like post-traumatic mm. stress and like the American hero. He's like a soldier who comes back and it's like, it's called Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. And I think it's cause he's getting recognized at some like football game for what he did. And people don't really know the true story. And I think there's going to be some flashbacks of, um, you know, Iraq or something, but it looks, it looks beautiful. Um, I'm pumped. It looks good. I mean, it looks interesting for sure. Another movie I thought looks interesting is Gold with Matthew McConaughey. Did y'all see that? What movie was that, Will? Gold. Did y'all see Gold with Matthew McConaughey, that trailer? No. Ooh, it's basically, he plays this kind of weird looking, you should go look it up. Like old dude looking? Yes, he kind of has like, he's balding and weird hairdo. And it's basically, he finds this huge gold mine and it's like kind of based on some true events and how that just explodes his whole life into like he's super rich and then what happens with the government. It's really interesting. So I think you should definitely check out the trailer. It looks like it could be a good movie. I think that about that about does her. Alright. I reckon. I think that's basically all we wanted to talk about this episode. Sully was really the latest thing that came out so I think it's all we had to talk about because we're boring. Not really. Um, Sully just came out so we wanted to talk about that. We covered it. We covered trailers. Will provided some hot news, as always. Hot! Um, Yeah, so another good episode. Please let us know what you think. Check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Comment to us. Give us some reviews. Let us know how cynical we are and how cynical um, we should not be, (laughs) if that makes sense. (laughs) Thank you for listening. It doesn't make sense because we should always be cynical. Yeah, keep them on their toes. There's not enough cynicism in Hollywood. Where can they reach us on social media, Nick? Uh, they can reach us at MLNL MovieCast on Twitter. They can reach us at www.millennialwith2ensmoviecast.com.
youtube.com slash podcast or slash reviews if you want to check out Bryce's good reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud at Millennial MovieCast. Thank you to Ben Sound for being a being a badass. And... <laughs> All right. Thank then. you for listening, folks. Yeah. Thank y'all. Y'all come back now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>